What is up, everybody? Happy Friday. This episode has a lot coming and some really important stuff. You're canceled. We're canceling a bunch of teams from around the league, which means teams that are done. From here on for the rest of the year, if you're done, you're getting canceled here on Flipping Bats and you have no chance of making the playoffs for the rest of the year. And for the first time today, there will be a bunch of teams thrown in here to just get them out of the way. So we got that. We got things that make you go, hmm, coming up. And again, Immaculate Grid. We did this earlier in the week, but doing Immaculate Grid live on here, 90 seconds, seeing how many I can get. The first one we did, it had the Tigers. I feel like that's kind of a cheat code for me. I ended up with eight, which is a lot in 90 seconds. So I don't imagine doing that good every time. But Immaculate Grid again here today. This one's going to be a lot of fun. Let's get to it. Happy Friday, everyone. It is basically the weekend. The, the, you know, it is. It is the weekend. It's like the half day to the weekend. It's the weekend. There's a vibe to Friday. Friday has a weekend vibe. Yeah. Can I just say, yeah. though, off Go the ahead. top? You were setting yourself up for failure with Immaculate Grid. You're like already like setting the tone for like, don't set the standards too high for me this time. I was so great last time. I'm not going to be that great this time. You need to change your attitude. No, no, no. Here's and you the need thing. to be like, I am going to be incredible every single time that I do this. Here's the thing. That's how you're going to be great. And that's how you're going to get eight out of nine again in 90 seconds. Here's the thing. Let's, let's go. Let's talk about motivational talk. I would say that I'm pretty good at immaculate grid. I'm not one of those people that gets like 0.2% on every player because they know like oil can Boyd's every team he played back in the day. Like I I'm pretty good. Not great, but we, we did it the other day, put it up on TikTok, and I, I did great in 90 seconds and every people are still like, Oh my God, how could you not answer this for the one scare square you left blank and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm put on the spot and have 90 <laughs> seconds on the stage and I have no idea the squares or what teams are coming. And I'm trying to do this live on the show up on a stage. Okay. It's not that easy. So you're setting the stage so you don't get canceled by the baseball community. Let's cancel some people. Let's get to our first Teams. segment. Yeah. 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 New segment. Ben loves us. All right. We're at the point of the season now where some playoff hopes are, are gone. All right. And so, so what are we going to do, Ben? That is, we're going to cancel some teams. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Look from here on out. If you're done, you're done. And obviously with this being the first time that we'll be canceling some teams, there will be a chunk of teams that mm -hmm. are already canceled throughout the year. And as we continue throughout the season, when I feel it is time, we are going to cancel. Okay. So that's what we're going to do today. We have uh, first up. Okay. I don't want to list how many teams I have. We'll just, we'll, we'll go with you the don't, You don't want to give people a little taste of how many teams to expect? No. All right. Fine. Nope. I was going to say it, but. All sure. right. So sure. let's start out in the NL West mm -hmm. with the Colorado Rockies. Colorado Rockies, you're canceled. Ooh. Just not a good, not a good season for them. Uh, I don't really know. I'm just kind of perplexed by the organization, the direction they're trying to go. They got rid of Arnato. I, I, I don't, I'm, uh, 
It's just know. tough. I mean, they're two and eight in their last 10 games. They're 27 and a half games back from the Dodgers who are in first place in the NL West. Like it is brutal. Yeah. It well, is brutal. There's not much to celebrate as a fan. If you're a Rockies fan. Well, right now, now they're canceled. So you really can't celebrate much this year. No. All right. Next team. Next up. Might oh, be, was, baby. Might've been canceled at the beginning of the season. Oh, like this baby. Season canceled they were canceled before season. the season, but here we are. And Oakland athletics. You're canceled. Done. Get them out of here. Ooh. Oakland, I've had a bone to pick with them all year long, and it just got to a point. I remember the show where I said, I am done talking about the Oakland Athletics because they just pissed me off, and I'm pissed off at what they did to the fans all year long. Mm-hmm. The fans deserve so much better. The players deserve so much better. The coaches deserve better. Uncle Jim deserves Uncle so Jim much better. Uncle Jim deserves better. <laughs> but that front office, they have pissed me off. Uh, and now they're canceled. It's brutal. And we actually have them in our things that make you go hmm a little later. And it's just so on brand for the Oakland athletics. This next team is playing a lot better lately. Yeah. Playing some good baseball. Have one of exciting the exciting moments, have one of the best young, exciting shortstops in the game of baseball, mm-hmm. but Kansas city Royals, you're canceled. Uh, but I, uh, you know, Again, I am excited about Bobby Witt and what he's doing lately. Yeah. And if you are a Royals fan, there is hope. Not a ton of hope, but Bobby hope Witt's with very Bobby good. Bobby Witt is what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. He's 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 the real deal. It's just tough when you're in a division like the AL Central, which is probably one of the easier divisions, and you're just hmm, twenty-four games out of first place, twenty-eight games out of. First wild card spot. It's brutal. Not sure if you've heard, but 24 games out of first place in a division that is not very good is not good for a while there. The Royals were just as bad as the athletics who were not trying to be good this year, which was a problem. Okay. Next up going to the NL East Washington nationals. You're canceled. Mm. Not great. Not a good year. Not a ton to say here. Some bright spot. They've played better. In the second half, I did wear a national shirt yesterday. Cherry Blossom, the the City Connects, nice. But team, not so nice. I got to say, the sad part is how fast this decline was since winning the World Series in 2019. That was four years ago. And this team is just night and day. Well, it hadn't taken to this point. They were really bad last year, too. Like It it happened real quick. I know. Yeah, I think I said that last year, too. It's just, it's sad. Yeah. To be at the top. And then so quickly at the bottom. All right. This next one brings me no joy. They were really good and really fun for mm-hmm. a while at the beginning of this season. Uh, but it, it ultimately did not work out for this team. Uh, Pittsburgh pirates. You are canceled. Done. It, it really does. I, I, it's frustrating, but with this team, there is some hope. You got Cabrian Hayes playing really well lately. Third baseman O'Neill Cruz has been out most all year next year. An exciting left side of the infield, Brian Reynolds. You got him signed. Uh, you got Paul Skeens coming up through the minor leagues. Just the number one overall pick in the draft. He's down in Bradenton throwing a hundred miles an hour in games. Um, you know, Mitch Keller, there's some potential. There's some potential. They played really good at the beginning of the year, but here we are, August 18th. Pirates, 
canceled. <sighs> yeah, that's brutal because they went on a stretch there. You got really excited when they were doing I well. I loved it. I know. I know. We talked a lot about it on the show. Yep. Yeah, it's brutal. All right, this um, next team. <laughs> the worst. I, 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 would you say they're worse than Oakland right now? <laughs> like in terms of everything? This owner, the ownership canceled. Cash GM, and front office, everybody, team, organization, Chicago White Sox, you are canceled. Done. What a mess this year. What a fiasco. The Chicago White Sox this season and for years now have been, for lack of a better term, an absolute shit show. A disaster. It has been a disaster and it all came to a head this year when we all figured it out. I couldn't put my finger on it. Is it really injuries? Is it really like all uh, the um, bad managerial hire? Is it really underperformance? No. It is the culture and it is a nightmare and the White Sox are canceled. I mean, it all started with the fight because the fight started and it then started like, years and ago, then everything Alex. just, no, but I'm just saying the, the truth, the seeping of the truth yeah. and the quotes started to come out after the fight. It That's was like, true. well, okay, fists are flying. Let's go. It's all yeah. out in the open now. All uh, right. I don't want to do this one. Why? I don't want to do it. Next up. Uh, a team very near and dear to my heart. Wait. This is, is it? tough. Is it? Is it? Oh. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. I was like, mm, you're jumping ahead. Cardinals. Okay. St. Louis Cardinals. What a disaster of a season. You are canceled. Man, the beginning of this year, you got the Wilson Contreras drama. You got injuries piling up, but it just, uh, you had the manager calling out players publicly for stuff. Yeah. It was just, oh man, this front office too. Gotta go. Mosellock gone. I mean, he's not, but the team this season, nightmare Cardinals done for the year. You're canceled. Get out of here. Now on to the team. Now on to the team. Near and dear I, I, to almost, your heart. I don't even want to do this one. I want to skip it, but I can't. Detroit Tigers. <sighs> you can say it nicer. You're canceled. Oh, and I, I am not, it's not good. Yeah. But I will say that 2024 lineup of Riley Green, Kerry Carpenter, Shohei Otani, <laughs> and Spencer Torkelson <laughs> is going to be nasty. Not happening. Not happening. It's going to be great. It's not happening. Look, do you know how that happy tweet definitely it made likes. my heart on Wednesday when Riley Green and Torkelson were homering in the same inning and Torque hit a second bomb, an absolute bomb in the game. Spencer Torkelson, former first pick for the Tigers, is, he's figured it out. So 2024, going to be a huge season, and it's going to be even bigger for Shohei because he has that Torkelson protection behind happening. him in the lineup. It's not there's like you have to be like mad to think that's where he's going to end up. No, it might have if Mike Illich was still alive. Yeah, it's he not might happening. Open the it's not that, happening. That pizza no, money. It's, it's, it's like a weird that dream. Pizza then. money. Do you know a- that the Illich family owns Little Caesars? Ah, pizza, pizza. There you go. <laughs> I think Mike Illich might have opened up that checkbook, but not uh-huh. not Chris. Not I don't think so. Uh, okay, Tigers. I'm not even going to say it again. You know, yep. uh, one this more next one and this final one. The final team that we are canceling here today on August 18th. (sighs) Who would have imagined beginning of the year, if you were to say who's going to be in the first group 
of teams that you cancel, I would have never guessed in a million years, but it has proceeded to be the biggest disappointment and failure of a season in the history of baseball, New York Mets. Mm. You're canceled. But you have to respect the move that they made. I like the move they made. Sellers to build from within and... Uncle Steve's looking for the long-term investment. That's what he yep. does. He's an investing man and he is investing long-term. He's not looking at the short window. He's looking at how can this team be great for a long time? Yep. So I, I, I it's like a positive cancellation. There is something to be said for looking in the mirror yeah. and realizing we got to, we got to change course and they yeah. did. And they went and made the organization way better for the future for this. So yes, that is, they did well there, Yeah, but this season is brutal. Complete fiasco. Yeah. Alex with some, uh, Steve Co investment advice, investing. He's an investor. He's an investor. Don't get that much money without investing. This should be an nope. investment show. Flipping no. stocks. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Flipping back. <laughs> I got a question though. Are there teams on the verge of being canceled right now? Oh Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, it could be any day. This was just the first group. What are there? Nine. Mm -hmm. This is the first group. But now from here through the rest of the season, when it is your time to get canceled, we won't be doing like a once a week, a full group. No, when it's your time, it's your time. And there are some teams. Oh man. That I was real close to putting on this list. I'm surprised there's two that are not on here, but that's. We will see. And it's also not, as you can see, nobody's mathematically eliminated. This is not mathematically eliminated. This is just, you're done. Yeah. You're done. Your season's over. Pack it up. You're canceled. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Feel good about that? I don't feel good. I I only felt good about canceling two of them. The (laughs) athletics and the white Sox. Fair. That's fair. They did it to themselves. They did it to themselves. And and to a degree, the Cardinals, all teams that have major front office flaws, yeah. in my opinion, I don't like canceling the team. No. I, I love, I want teams to be good and competitive and the players are doing their best. Those front offices got, ugh, yeah, yikes. Are you ready for your time to shine? Oh boy. We, we played this game earlier this week. It's called Immaculate Grid. It is a game that is taking over the baseball world right now. I watch Ben daily freak out to try to get this right. Now Mm. I'm going to let him further explain it, but I'm just going to set the table here that when we played earlier this week for the very first time live, he got eight out of nine in 90 seconds. Yeah, Is he going to do the same today? So we're going to, that's the top of the leaderboard. The only one on it is eight, which I didn't know if I I didn't think I would ever get immaculate in 90 seconds. That's that felt crazy, but I did get eight in the first try. So there are nine squares, three by three, three vertical rows, three horizontal rows, all with a team or accolade. And you have to match up the square. For example, last week, the tigers were in it. The brewers were in it. So uh, if the tigers and brewers squares match up, then you have to pick a player that has played on both of those teams. And normally the goal is to get a high rarity score, right? So the lower the score, the more rare your players are. So there's multiple answers that can be in each square. Yeah. There's a, there's whoever, for example, has played for the brewers and, and tigers and there, there could be hundreds. Yeah. And any of those are the answers. So you get a better score if it's more of a rare name. Right. For example, uh, tigers, 
Tigers and Dodgers was yeah. one, right? So obviously not a very rare answer is Kirk Gibson. Yeah. But a very rare answer would be like Corey Knable. So your rarity score is lower if you use a lower percentage. But for this, for timing purposes, yep. I'm just like, I'm just trying to rattle off whoever comes to my mind first. So okay. nine squares, three by three. We're going to see how many I can get in 90 seconds. Are you ready? <sighs> is the control room ready? I'm ready. Yep. All right. Cause they're going to let me know if it's right when it's happening. And, uh, are you ready for 90 seconds on the board? Let's do it. 90 seconds on the board. All right, Ben, let's see if you can do it. And once it's up, Go. Okay, so we have twins, Braves, an all-star column, and an MVP column at the bottom. So I'm going to start with that. On the left side, yeah. we have Phillies, Mariners. So I'm going to go Phillies, all-star, Bryce Harper. Mariners, all-star, Julio Rodriguez. Um, MVP and all-star, Justin Verlander. Um, Braves, Phillies. Braves, Phillies. Braves, Phillies. Uh, Craig Kimbrell. Mariners, Braves, Mariners, Braves, uh, Braves, MVP, Chipper Jones, Twins, MVP, Joe Maurer, uh, Phillies, Twins. Oh God. Phillies, Twins, um, Phillies, Twins. So he currently has six correct. We have 39 seconds Twins, left. Mariners, Twins, Mariners, Twins. Three more boxes uh, to Nelson fill. Nelson Cruz, Mariners, Twins. Two more. Braves, Two more. Mariners, and Twins, Phillies. God. Twins, Phillies. Why, my head keeps going to Ben Revere. I know that's not right. Um, all right, let me go. Um, you want to try it? Got 12 seconds no. left. Braves, Braves, Mariners, Twins, Phillies. Uh, I think I'm going to end up with seven here. Braves, Mariners, Braves, Mariners, Three, Braves, Mariners. Two. All right, seven. All right. Pretty good. Not bad. Pretty good. Not bad. I'd like uh, to see your different strategies. All-star MVP column helped yeah. me for sure. That was five pretty quickly. Yep. Um, now that you're having a moment, do you know what the other ones are? Um, Braves, Mariners, who could I go with there? I don't know. Normally I do this over like hours, you know, okay. like I really try and think well, for the best seconds. answer. Right. 90 uh, seconds. Shout out to Logan, who was typing them in and typing they came in, in great this time around. He was firing those names in there. Mm. Yeah, it's okay. After. Braves, Mariners. You did good. Robbie Cano. That would work. Mm. All right. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Okay. You did good. Now it's time for things that make you go. Mmm. <laughs> Ready? Yes. <laughs> I like that they can be different for every statement and every mood mm -hmm. that's happening. All right. So mm. let's get started with our first things that make you go. Hmm. The Giants announcer, Dave Fleming's fantasy football punishment. I don't. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Dave Fleming's fantasy football punishment. Giants announcer was that he had to suit up as the Giants bat boy <laughs> for the game. What kind of league is this? 
That's the fun. loser yeah. had to be the bat boy for an MLB team. That's fun. I wonder what the what is the winner? Is. Does the winner get to bat third for the San Francisco Giants in a game? Like what? Are you kidding? That's a cool thing to get to do. That's not bad. <laughs> like what? That's great. That's but lucky. It was, it was funny. That's lucky. It is. I mean, that's it is. cool. That's cool. I need to think of better fantasy punishments for like we fantasy just have a trophy for our fantasy football league. Is there a punishment? There isn't a punishment, but like, it's just bragging rights for the trophy. You get your name engraved on it. Hmm. Yeah. It's all the curry, curry girl cousins. There's 10 curry girl cousins. Oh God. Yeah. Everyone's really into sports. So it's, it's fun. I okay. won last year. Defending champion. You ready? Okay. Next. That's okay. Fine. <laughs> fine. I love this one. This next one. A Dodgers fan named his daughter after Mookie Betts hit a home run. This whole situation was really cool with Mookie on deck and a fan right in the front row yelling out to him. Hey, if you hit a home run here, uh, I'm going to name my child after you. Yep. Middleman. And, well, after, yeah, after yeah. Mookie. And what proceeded to happen is Mookie went up to the plate and hit the furthest home run of the season for him this year and came back around, touched home, went to celebrate with his team and remembered and went over to the guy, dapped him up. And we just got a full on video from Mookie Betts breaking down the whole situation and explaining that this did in fact happen. Yeah. The, the dad followed through, had a daughter. Her uh -huh. middle name is Mookie. And Mookie is uh, embracing this entire situation. It's I great. love it so much because after, like, if you watch the whole video, he goes, that's my girl. That's my girl. So it's like this, this young girl born into the world is already <laughs> a baseball fan and a Dodger fan and doesn't even know it. Yeah. She has no choice. I will say the thing that made me go hmm the most here was that the 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 child's birth certificate was actually posted. Like is that I don't know how I don't know I don't if know. I would have done that. I don't know. Is there anything bad about that? I have no it idea. It just feels like I wouldn't post like my ID, you know? It I just don't think feels it has like yeah, it doesn't have like a social security on it. It's just her name, weight, like things like that. Okay. Yeah. Not like I don't think it's like official official. When do you get a social security number? Are you born with one? Are you? Or is it like a couple of weeks? I don't know. I have no idea. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Just the, where my head goes in many different directions. Yeah. A great story. It's a beautiful story. Great I story. love that. All right. On to our next things that make you go, hmm. The Mets giving away a glow in the dark ghost forkball. I that's cool. Need one. Yeah, you do. I would. The, the oh, Mets you don't are, have an in anymore. What are you going to do? <laughs> the Mets are coming in strong right now with their yeah. promotions. They just had a Edwin Diaz uh, bobblehead giveaway and Edwin Diaz was there in full uniform, like handing them out to some people in the cool. crowd. Um, and yes, an actual ghost fork ball is a giveaway. The Mets are doing obviously shout out Kodai Senga for being the one that throws an actual yeah. ghost fork ball. That's so cool. But man, what a great giveaway. Who do you know that you can reach out to to try to get one? Uh, I mean, I don't know if Maybe. players on the team would be like, yeah, man, I'll get you yeah, a ghost fork ball. Hey, Jeff McNeil, can you grab me a ghost <laughs> fork ball, please? <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, probably All not. Right. I would on to our next. Things that make you go, hmm. We kind of uh, teased this earlier in the show. The A's pitcher not tossing the ball to first base. I, I, in all of my years playing baseball weird. have never seen what Luis Medina did after catching a comebacker 
uh, at Nats Park. Comebacker, athletic play. It was hit pretty hard. Stuck his glove out, caught it, had tons of time. Slow trot to first base. And it actually took him to the first base side. So the ground ball took him to his left. He caught it and just started to, to slowly trot over to first where you would typically just toss it to the first baseman or you've seen it before where the pitcher just runs over yeah. and touches it himself. He had plenty of time. So he, um, he with was a, way closer than the about runner. A 30. He probably had 30 feet to go. The batter had 90. Yeah. He just didn't toss the ball and just continued so to weird. slowly jog to first base until ultimately the, the batter got in safely. He yeah. just beat him That's to the weird. bag. And not until the very last second was the pitcher like, Oh, I should, I should probably run. I should run way too late. Yeah. But I mean, if you haven't seen the video, he, he caught it going to his left and was literally just feet away from first base and basically walked towards first without throwing the ball or running to touch the bag. And the, the batter beat him there. It was weird. I've never seen anything. It was weird. Yeah. All right. On to our next things that make you go. Hmm. Max Scherzer upset after violation leads to a strikeout. Yeah. So Max, this actually, he struck out the side. He had the first struck out the first two batters in the inning and then gets the last batter in the first inning. This is Brandon Drury at the plate into a one, two count. And he, the, the batter didn't get set and looked at the pitcher by eight seconds as a strike violation, automatic strikeout. Max Scherzer strikes out the side And he was visibly like upset by this. And I, I don't buy this for one second. You're not like, okay. You didn't have to throw a pitch. You strike out the side. Like I, I, I just, I don't know. I I don't love the walking off the mound, like frustrated that you got a strikeout via the violation. I get like, okay. He wanted to have to throw the pitch. No, you didn't. It's a strikeout. Yep. Why throw? Why have to throw more pitches or risk it? You didn't. You're not mad. It's a strikeout. Yep. It's the best possible outcome for you, and you didn't have to throw a pitch to do it. Strike out the side. Walk off the field. I'm pumped up. He was like, I, I just. Ugh. This next strikeout is what people should be upset about. Oh and God. our next things that make you go, hmm. Justin Turner called out on a very clear ball. We have seen a lot of bad calls this year. I think this has been the worst strike call that I have seen all year long. Now, Justin Turner, known, noted right-handed hitter, Mm -hmm. left-handed pitcher on the mound, throws a slider. The left-handed pitcher now throws a slider to Justin Turner that starts two feet outside. I mean, at no point is it close. It breaks to probably within a foot. It's a foot off the plate and it is called a strike. Now it's bad. The one thing when people start talking balls and strikes, the camera is never directly behind the pitcher, right? It's always at an angle. And the angle that this camera was, was actually angled to make it look even closer. And it still looked yeah. awful. I mean, the MLB app, like the game day where you can see yeah, where yeah. the pitch ends up, that thing is all over the Sometimes it makes a pitch look way too close when it was actually off the plate. This one was almost off the screen and it was called a strike. And to Justin Turner's credit, there was no arguing. He didn't even know what to do. He was yeah. just like what? in complete 
shock. It was the worst strike call I have seen all year long. And that is saying something. It was like the mind blown emoji where it's like the explosion yeah. on top of the head. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got one more things that make you go. Hmm. <laughs> the Yankees are under 500 this late in the season for the first time since 1995. Yikes. What a disaster of a season. Yikes. Since 1995, since yeah. September 5th, 1995, they have never been under 500 this late in a season. Shout out to the photo that they used. Shout out the photo. Shout out. I mean, bursted bubble this, on Boone's face. This team uh, was again with the front offices. I, I just, I, I, I don't agree with what they did at the trade deadline. I would have agreed had they gone one way or another, but this has been absolute worst case scenario to do absolutely nothing. Yeah. And then be really bad after that. Yeah. And I keep comparing them to that other team in New York, but they decided to be sellers and now yeah. they're set up for the future much better. This team. I think they're in denial because they just gave Aaron judge a giant contract. And it's like, well, now we got to try to win, right? Maybe there's a chance. I just, I mean, you got Giancarlo Stanton hitting 200 on the mm -hmm. season. Yeah. Judge isn't playing up to his well, standards injured. because of the injury and he didn't go on a rehab assignment and, and he's now back, but it, it's just it takes a, a while. It's a nightmare. Yeah. It's a disaster. This whole season for the Yankees has been a disaster yeah. and they need to two and eight in the last look, 10 games. I think there needs to be a real conversation about this Yankees organization, like resetting a little bit. Okay. We have Aaron judge. We want him to be our centerpiece. Yeah. That's a good start. It is. Uh, but honestly, Brian Cashman, Aaron Boone players. I mean, it just like, like medical staff. I, again, one of the most head scratching things to me is how you can see somebody a star player of yours get hit in the head yeah. and not do your due diligence as a team or as an organization, yeah, as a staff and let it go undiagnosed for two months that your player, Anthony Rizzo has a concussion. Yep. That is just unacceptable. Clean house. Keep a few players, you know, keep your core, keep Aaron judge, Garrett Cole, Anthony Volpe, who I actually, I know it's been an underwhelming season, but I actually think Anthony Volpe is going to be a, a good baseball player in this league. Like, you know, keep your guys yeah. that you want yep. and clear house. I think it has to happen. You're yeah, the Yankees. Something needs you got to happen. a lot of money. Something needs to happen. And it needs to be big. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I do think, you know, like, I don't know. I, I want to say, I do think the Yankees are good, just not good enough, but they're under 500 here on August 18th. I, I just don't know if I can say that this team is they're abysmal right now. I mean, it's been, it's been a nightmare of a stretch and I just, it is a head scratcher that the New York Yankees here at the middle to end of August are an under 500 baseball team. Are they close to being canceled? Mm -hmm. Okay. You don't have to answer that right now. We'll save it They're, to for me, when it happens. They are not one of the teams that I had on the verge. Currently. Okay. All right. That's fair. They're on the verge of the verge. Verge of the verge. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Okay. Well, that wraps up things that make you go. Hmm. Which means it's time for our 
tail of the tape and the series that we're doing this weekend are Mariners at Astros, a battle of the AL West. Both these teams need big wins this weekend. The Astros to continue to try to catch up with the Rangers and the Mariners who try to get into that wild card spot. So Ben and I are going to go through, pick which has the better offense, defense, managers, starters, and bullpen for this series. Let's get started with the offense. Ben, who are you taking? This series means a lot for the Mariners. Yeah. Like they, we talked a lot about them. They became soft sellers at the deadline and have gone on the best stretch they have all year. And then it got a little wonky there earlier in the week, but you're still in good position, but you haven't been out of a wild card spot. They haven't been able to beat the Astros for, for years. This is, this is the, this is a big series for them Mm -hmm. and the mentality of that team. So uh, obviously both teams are still fighting and, and the Astros are by no means like certainly. And at the moment they're, the Astros are fine yeah, and they're fighting for that top of the division spot, but this is a big series for both teams in my opinion. So I'm excited for this series. I'm excited to do it for our tail of the tape. Let's start. As you said, Alex, with offense, uh, no brainer to me. The, the Mariners Achilles heel is their offense. The Astros strength is their offense. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the deepest lineups in baseball. Uh, certainly one of the deepest in the American league with Jordan, Kyle Tucker having an MVP type of season, uh, Bregman heating up a bit at the mm-hmm. plate. Altuve has been on fire lately. Yep. Th- this offense clearly to me is the answer. Yeah. Uh, I also went with the Astros. They are just unstoppable right now. They scored 12 runs on Wednesday and all the guys that you mentioned between Tucker, Altuve, Alvarez, Bregman, even Pena, once he starts getting hot, there's just too many guys that are too good right now to bet against this Astros lineup. Yep. Yeah. So we are both taking the Astros offense. Correct. Now we're moving on to defense. Uh, Defense for me, I'm going to go Astros. I don't, I don't know what the analytics here say. I know I, from the eye test. Yep. Um, the Astros defense to me is, is the better defense. I really, I, I will say this Julio Rodriguez has come so far in his alpha. Julio has p- played himself into one of the better defensive center fielders in baseball. And mm-hmm. he is so much fun to watch out there last week. He did a million things out there defensively, uh, that made you just watch and all, but all in all, I'm going to go with this Astros team, uh, Pena, Altuve, Bregman over at mm-hmm. third base. Good. Kyle Tucker, gold glove guy in right field, a rocket for an arm. One of the best defensive right fielders in baseball. Uh, I'm going with the Astros. Here. Well, I'm going to back you up with that and say, mm. yeah, the analytics and the stats also like it. say that it's the Astros. So I went with the Astros, your fielding percentage and errors committed. It was pretty close between the two of them. Um, but Astros have the second most double plays turn and they have a better ultimate zone run save their eighth best run save by fielding range, seventh best and defensive rating fourth best in major league baseball. All of that. It was better than the Mariners. I like that. So let's move on to managers, uh, manager, dusty Baker, world series champion, manager, world series champion yep. player, and all the experience in the world. Uh, Dusty does some things that make you scratch your head with, with the lineup and the changes, <laughs> but Dusty knows how to manage a team yep. and the players. And, uh, and he finally got that world series ring as a manager. I'm going Dusty Baker here. 
I also went Dusty Baker. It's hard to pick against Dusty Baker when he's going up against anybody. I, as you mentioned, World Series champ. He's feels like the player's manager. Everybody loves Dusty. Always three-time NL manager of the year, three-time all-star manager. He's just, he's just the best. Yeah. It's yeah. Do it for Dusty. Do it for Dusty. That, that was their uh, world series motto. I love it. Okay. Now we're moving on to starters. Yes. Who are you taking here? Okay. Starting rotation here. Um, as everyone knows, I mm-hmm. have a brother on the Houston Astros yes, and he is do. in that starting rotation. So yep. The answer here for me is the rotation with Luis Castillo, George Kirby, Logan Gilbert, Bryce Miller, Emerson Hancock. I am taking the Seattle Mariners because this is what makes the Mariners the this is what makes the Mariners the Mariners. This is why they are good. Their starting rotation one through three with good depth behind them is one of the best in baseball. You wonder when you look up offensively at their numbers and think, oh, how the Mariners are, are playing really good mm-hmm. and they're on the cusp of a playoff spot. It is because of the big three that I just mentioned of Luis Castillo, Logan Gilbert, George Kirby has been really, really good this year. Uh, I just, I really love the depth of that rotation. And uh, to me, top to bottom, that's the best rotation in, uh, that's the best rotation between these two uh-huh. and best rotation in the AOS. Um, well, let's go through um, the, the matchups for this week. Cause a handful of those guys, you mentioned a couple of those guys aren't playing okay. in this, uh, in this series. So Friday, you got Bryce Miller going up against JP France. Mm, France. JP France has been. He's been six and zero in his last seven games. Bryce is two and one in his last seven games. I'm I'm taking France here. Yeah, we're talking okay. record though. Right. Saturday, Logan Gilbert, Framber Valdez. Oh God. Yeah. That's a great. That's matchup. a great matchup. Um, Logan has been better as of late. So, but it's also Framber. That's a great. Home. That's a great matchup. I, that's a toss up. To and me. then Sunday, Emerson Hancock against Hunter Brown. So Hunter Brown is going back in the starting rotation because he just, yep. he was in relief recently. Okay. Um, I'm taking Astros after l- looking at these matchups. I think Astros are going to take this series. Starters. Yeah. I look, yeah. I, I, I was going full rotation, not by the matchups. I don't hate but sticking with the Mariners by the matchups. Okay. Uh, obviously Luis Castillo not being involved doesn't help the Mariners, but yep. also Justin not being involved doesn't help the Astros. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with, I All like right. my choice. My, the rotation for me. Yeah. I go full rotation Mariners. Yeah. I go matchups. All right. Let's wrap things up with the bullpen. Who you taking? Uh, I'm going with the Astros bullpen here. Uh, last year, by far the best bullpen in baseball this year. Again, really, really good bullpen. And Rafael Montero, who was really bad at the beginning of the year, has really kind of started to to figure it out. And then add on Hector Neris, Ryan Presley. Uh, and then you have the Mariners, on the other hand, who are are running into this theme of having a really good reliever and trading him away. Mm. It doesn't make sense. Uh, see, all this year, Kendall Graveman, um, you know, we can even start going back further when they get a good, they get a good closer and then they trade them away for pieces. Edwin Diaz. Uh, so they did that this year. They sold away their, well, their best reliever. I don't, I don't know why they did that, but I'll, I'll go with the Astros who for the last two years have been the best bullpen in baseball. Well, I went off numbers here and Mariners have the better numbers here. They have 
the second best ERA Astros seventh, third best inherited runner score percentage Astros 16th, fifth fewest walks Astros 12th and third in opposing OPS and Astros are 16th. So I went with the Mariners bullpen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, See I what disagree. happens. That's why I didn't go. That's all right. Them. We disagree on pitching and agree on everything else. Uh, yeah. Astros in this series. Yeah. It's going to be Astros. Yeah. Yeah. The red hot. Uh, I believe I won last week as well. I think I have a lead in our tale of the tape for the first time this season. Gosh. I think I've won two in a row. And that was such a good series last week. Like it was in the ninth inning tied game. Gosh. Okay. Yep. That was good. It was a great series. It was a great series. I liked it even better than you liked it. Uh Uh-huh. Of course you did. Uh, All right. That is tale of the tape. Astros, Mariners, Good series, really big series. Important series. Alex, this, I was just thinking about this yeah. as I was sitting on my couch watching baseball, thinking about baseball because that's all I do. It's your life. We are in such a great time of year. Like it's, we are now hitting the point mm-hmm. where games Matter. mean a lot. It's great. And the energy in stadiums is picking up. The energy with teams is picking up. Like you can't tell me with that Christopher Morell home run on Wednesday night, that if it was like the third week of the season, that Wrigley would be going as wild as they were. No, the Chicago Cubs are in a playoff spot. They've worked their ass off to get where they are. And that place went nuts when he hit that walk-off homer and baseball is just thriving right now. And it makes me very happy. It is. It's, it's a fun time of the year. It's the crunch. It's the crunch time. That does it for our Friday episode. Everyone tomorrow, as with every single Saturday, the hall of famer, John Smoltz joins me. And we have a great discussion about the MVP award and who he thinks that is going to be. We have, we have a lot of good talks tomorrow. So make sure you check that out as always, but For this Friday episode, that does it. Have a great weekend, everyone. I'm sure Alex will have a great weekend and tell us Monday everything that that she was doing over the weekend and probably living time. She only went to four parties over the weekend. That's it. Uh, Have a great weekend, everyone. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media, including YouTube, where you can watch every single thing we do at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of the socials. That does it. Until next time, my friends, this has been another episode of Flippin' Bats. Peace.